The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Listen, they're all around you, close as a thought or a memory. Messages of Hope. Messages of Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Messages of Hope podcast live. If you're joining us on July, what is today? 22nd, I believe it is. I never know what day of the week it is, what the date is. We just travel around bringing the messages of hope wherever we can. And today I'm coming to you live from the Akron, Ohio area, where I'm going to be teaching a class this weekend in personal mediumship, all about teaching people that you can connect across the veil as well. I assure you the afterlife is real. We're going to be talking all about the afterlife today, and I'm coming to you having just completed connecting with somebody's loved ones across the veil less than an hour ago. I had to go outside and get grounded, put my feet on the earth because I was a little out there, just a little spacey, but it was just a beautiful connection that showed my client that her loved ones who have passed were so present. I mean, exact phrases her loved ones used to say, capturing their personality. That's what it's all about. So today's one of my favorite kind of shows. I have an author. My guest has written a wonderful book all about the afterlife and anthology. We're going to let her tell you about it. We're going to share some of the great stories about the afterlife and show you it is very, very real. Your loved ones who have passed are still right here. So my guest is... Camille Dan. We're going to bring her on the show right now. Hi, Camille. Welcome. Hi, Suzanne. Hi, thank you so much. And you're coming to us from Toronto, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. Well, I waited to do this interview until I had your book in hand. I actually uh, have known about it for quite some time because you invited me to write the foreword to it. So my book, my name's on the cover, but I wanted to be able to show that cover to everybody when we actually did the show. So it was waiting for me when we got here to Akron. Gathering at the Doorway is the title. Why don't you share what it's all about and how it came about? Yeah, it's, well, um, it's, a, it's a pretty big story um, about how this book came about. And I'm still 
you know, on cloud nine about it. Uh, the fact that so much has happened in a short span of time that uh, over 40 authors gathered together to share stories about signs, visits, and messages uh, from the afterlife. Uh, some of us are authors, uh, such as yourself, and uh, some of us have never authored before, but everyone's chapter is beautiful. And, um, you know, just the, the whole message of sharing our stories and our experiences and encouraging others to, to share theirs and also to offer others comfort and reassurance and hope that, uh, that they can also connect with their loved ones across the veil. And, um, and I'm so grateful for, for your beautiful forward. Uh, that well, started it, it was off. easy to write just looking through the, the various stories that are in here to, to see that it's exactly what my mission is to show people the afterlife is real through evidence-based stories. And to have it in my hand and look through it, I see what a treasure it is because it's one of these books that you can just pick up anytime, go to the table of contents. I mean, look at this. Mine's already dog-eared, of course. <laughs> but look at all these stories. And, and I like to use it like an oracle, like which one jumps out at me, which is very different, Camille, than how I used to be. I used to have to read everything in order. But I just picked up, and, and you can see the little dog ears in here already. And every single story I've turned to so far, it just has me saying, wow, wow. Even though I know this is real, to read other people's experiences is awesome. Yeah. And, you know, this is all very new for me uh, prior to my son's transition in September of 2019, I was pretty much a skeptic. I, I, I wouldn't say that I was closed-minded at all. I just, you know, thought that everything was explainable and uh, researchable. And, and all of this was a phenomenon of the brain. I, I'm a former nurse, and I even had patients report NDEs to me. And as, as surprising and as amazing as they were, people were reporting that what went on in the room during their own cardiac arrest, where they were unconscious and no, no vital signs. And yet, as a nurse, I, you know, my brain told me, okay, well, this is something the brain does. It'll be discovered one day how, how it happens. And then um, in September, on September 22nd, actually, today mm -hmm. is also the 22nd uh, of 2019, my eldest son, Aaron, transitioned to his afterlife in a terrible accident. And things started happening. And today, it's, it's like more happened to me since then than before then, um, you know. More, more of what? Experiences. Um, I just got to the point where I had to open up that this is real. This is not just imaginary. Although Aaron, who speaks to me since his afterlife, uh, tells me that it's okay if you think it's imaginary too. And if everything's okay. I remember reading in your chapter, you say that you hear him in his own voice. And this yeah. is this is so evidential to those to whom it happens. When, you, when you're a skeptic and you read this, it's very easy to say you're making this up. But when you, yeah. anybody listening right now, try to make up your loved one's voice. 
even somebody you just talked to 10 minutes ago who's here in physical form, we can't do that. And so to hear a loved one's voice in an actual conversation in your head is very convincing. So I love that you hear your son that way. Thank you. Yeah. And it was very shocking to me when I first heard his voice. Uh, we were driving up to the cottage and in the, in the fall here in Ontario, Canada, we have the beautiful fall colors, the, you know, and it was October and it had just happened. And we were in the car on the way there. And while I was marveling at the beautiful colors of the leaves, a tidal wave of grief hit me because it had just happened yeah. a few weeks prior. And my first thought was, Aaron's never going to see this again. And right as soon as I had that thought, I heard him as if he was a passenger in the car, not in my head when I first Ooh. heard him. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. And I looked around and no one else seemed to hear him. He said, I do see it, mom. And his voice, him in the car with me, he said, I see the trees, I see the colors, but I don't see them the same way you do. He said, I see the energy that the leaves of the trees are emitting. And I can't describe the colors to you. They're beyond what you can see. And that was the my first moment I, I heard him. And of course, still being skeptical, I wrote it off as, I'm having a hallucination. I'm going crazy. And I didn't tell anybody. Hmm. And from that point onward, he continued to talk to me and send me signs. And then I started to connect the dots. Wait a minute. These signs are happening at the same time. <laughs> and sometimes they're happening after the fact, which really was evidential for me. How can you possibly, you know, say, oh, well, he... Aaron, this happened and then this happened and I connected those dots. So for give example, us one. One is your, give us one of your favorite signs. And I know everybody who's listening has these because we do these in my workshops and people just talk, talk, talk. But for those who, who are listening, who aren't quite sure, what's one of your favorites? Well, the first thing, the first sign Aaron ever sent me was a note that my friend channeled she wrote in automatic writing. Of course, I was, was still a skeptic and she brought the note to me and she said, Aaron said to, to bring this note to you. When I read the note, there were things in it I could not, she couldn't have known. And the next day, Aaron died in an accident. We had to meet with the detectives. The next day, one of the detectives said something that was word for word in that note. And you know, I, I, when he said it, I, I was, I can't remember another word he said, huh. how, huh. how can that be? This was the next day. So Aaron sent me the note to prove to me that it was him. Yep. So you're like so many of us, it just took finally the preponderance of the evidence, the signs stacking up one after another till you become a believer. Yeah, and I went back and forth for a long time, not being a believer. But on my journey, and I, I was also journaling uh, at, to, you know, help th myself through my grief. I had read, that's a good thing to do. And, and it was working for me. Um, Aaron's messages to me started to take over my journal. And 
writing them down, I wouldn't forget because, you know, grief memory and grief brain and fog and yeah. everything, I would have forgotten things. But because I was writing them down, I could make the connection when a sign would arrive. Oh, that that's, you know, how did that happen? That That is that has to be more than coincidence. That can't be a coincidence. And then I started to learn and I started to read more. Um, and yeah, so I hope everybody was paying attention there. And you notice, write down the thoughts you get, what you hear, connect the dots, keep track of all the signs. When As they start adding up and you start to doubt yourself, you go back and you look at the list and you say, I'm sorry I doubted. Oh, absolutely. It got, I and I was a thick nut to crack. I mean, you know, it took Aaron a while. He kept <laughs> slow dripping me with things. And when I look back now and I see that, you know, the pro progression of things, well, he was, he was making sure I got a concept before he added the next one. For instance, a, a, an incredible sign when I was at a point in my grief that I was ready for him to tell me about his transition. And he had told me a lot about energy. I mean, the, the title of my first book is Aaron's energy because he talked so much about energy and how uh, energy, energy works and how he's his, the state of energy he's in and what his afterlife is like. When I finally got to a point where I could listen and hear about his actual transition i was afraid at first for a long time because i was afraid that he he suffered pain and the more the further uh I, along i got i came to a point where i was able to ask him and asking he told me ask always ask if you want if you have a question if you want to connect ask me they he he said that you know Yes. From the other side, they love to answer our questions. But we need to ask most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so I, finally, <laughs> I finally got to a point where I, I was able to ask him about his actual transition. He said, and I asked him, did you have any pain? He said, like a paper cut, mom. He yeah. said, wow. it, was, it was momentary and it was gone. He said, I woke up. It was all dark and I didn't know where I was, he said. And all of a sudden, he said there was a circle of light and he showed me, he shows me images as well. He showed me, you know, the sparklers we played with on Independence Day when we were kids and we used to spin them around in circles. That's what it looked like. It looked like one of those circles of light. Hmm. And he said, "I that's all that there was, a circle of light spinning like that. So he went towards it and he said, and the closer he got to that circle, he became absorbed into it. And it was very welcoming. It was peaceful. It was full of love. His grandmother was there. He knew. And my mother had had only transitioned four months before him. So she was there. She was there to to welcome him in. And that gave me so much comfort to know that. And then he started talking at one point about gravity and black holes and event horizons around black holes. And funny enough, I, when I looked it up, because I had never studied physics since grade 11, and I 
nearly flunked it, so it wasn't <laughs> my thing. I looked it up. Sure enough, the event horizon looked an awful lot like the circle of light that Aaron showed me in his response that day. And I started asking him, well, what is it about, you know, why are you talking so much about, I love the physics lesson, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Great crash course in physics and metaphysics. But um, I said, why are you showing me all, the, all this about black holes? And event? well, it turns out that 95% of the universe around us is comprised of dark matter and dark energy. And that just means matter and energy we can't see because we're physically tuned to light. We have cells in our eyes that are light receptors. We don't see the, the dark matter and the dark energy, but it's there. And that's where he is. He's around all the time. That's right. That's where I can't see him. All of your loved ones, everybody who's watching, there's nowhere else for them to be, but here present at another level that we can't detect. So I love that you're, you're sharing how clear the communication was. And if we could talk a little more about your book now, unless there's another story you want to tell. I, we could be here all night if I tell I the stories <laughs> I want to tell, but I they're in, my, in the books for sure. <laughs> you tell that in your first book, you said. So three years is all it's been since Aaron passed. Yeah. And yet look at the size of this book, everybody. <laughs> I saw all the emails that went back and forth to all the people in this book. This was I'm sure a labor of love and a personal mission as part of your son's legacy. But well, first, before I ask a question, I'd like you to tell people about the proceeds from this book. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So um, at the same, uh, but yet even more uh, from Aaron's energy gathering at the doorway, all of the book sale earnings go to a list of charities helping parents heal um, to mental health and addiction research, treatment, care, and shelter programs to afterlife communication research to youth and young adult social development services to um, it's quite a list. Actually uh, it's, uh, you can see the whole list of uh, charities that uh, the book sales go to. Uh, on my website under giving. And this is, this started from, uh, you know, wanting to give in Aaron's honor and memory. And after Aaron told me we worked together across the veil, he said that everything that happens in the three dimensions that we currently live in affect every other dimension in the universe, the ones we can't see too. And vice versa. So we can make things better for ourselves here in, in our three-dimensional human existence. And also at the same time, make things better for our loved ones across the veil. And I just thought, oh, what a perfect thing to do. Give to charities that Aaron would support. Beautiful. It's beautiful. So how did you choose the there are 40 different authors, you said? How did you choose them? Oh, well, I didn't. <laughs> um, I think spirit chose them. Um, you know, I throughout the process, I 
I remember feeling like, oh my goodness, this is like the biggest book club across the veil and it's growing faster and faster and with incredible momentum. In October of last year, I came up with this idea with a handful of friends. There were like maybe 10 of us and, and you know, maybe eight of us were sure we were going to do this and, or, you know, had the confidence and most of whom had never written a book. Well, one day, I think it was January this year, I posted to our little group thinking no one else was going to read it because it's just a post about our little book. But I thought after, you know, writing Aaron's Energy and hearing from people, not expecting anything, actually, I really wrote it, you know, thinking maybe it'll help one other person. Well, I started meeting so many people and joining groups like Helping Parents Heal and meeting and making friends and, you know, people who understood what I was talking about. And I realized that, you know what, sharing stories, it, it, it really helps it and it opens doors. It really opens doors. It, it, it's so critical because it opens our belief system. Absolutely. And so the more you read stories, everybody like this, an anthology of signs, visits, a message from the afterlife, the more you read them, the more it becomes possible for you to have those. If you can't imagine something is possible, you most likely will not have that experience. But as you read of other people's signs and actual visits, and you realize these people are not making this up, then you start to have your own experiences. Beautiful. And that's exactly what happened for me. I realized people, well, I wasn't, I knew I wasn't making it up. And then when I started sharing, I knew they weren't making it up. And I thought, oh, what a wonderful thing. We'll, you know, we'll get together and we'll, we'll write a book of a number of stories, not just mine. And hopefully that'll encourage other people to share and open minds and, and also give people comfort. So after that post in January, one by one, people were responding to it. And I, I started to get the idea that, oh, well, maybe this might be a thing. And maybe it is the case, at may, not maybe, it is the case that's, that our loved ones were throwing breadcrumbs down. We were all following, you know. So yeah. one by one, more uh, more authors came in and it started to grow beyond just my group of friends to authors from around the world. And believe it or not, the book was released on Mother's Day of this year. So there's no way uh, one person could have caused all that to happen in that short a span of time. And so it's definitely another uh, piece of evidence that our loved ones are involved and they they're many of the chapters that are in that book are channeled there's channeled messages from authors and the beautiful thing is when you read those channeled messages you pick up that energy so you're automatically raising your own energy I, i've already written in several of the columns here wow Oh my gosh. I read the chapter by Lisa Wilcoxon, a dear friend of mine. She has two sons across the veil and I'm making notes like call Lisa and ask her about this. I didn't know that happened. You know, really, really 
good information, amazing stories that I literally said, wow, out loud. And my husband has learned not to even question me when I do that anymore, because <laughs> life is wondrous once you start digging deeper. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes, and Lisa Wilcoxon, that was an incredible story. My Aaron uh, took over a group reading one day. And, you know, it's interesting because when when things like that happen, I, I'm now tuned in. Okay. I'm listening. And this is what our loved ones are doing. When you say he took over a group reading, Lisa is now working as a professional medium. Do you mean she was doing the reading and brought your son through? The synchronicities with people in this throughout this book are remarkable. Well, how it all came together and now how it continues. Yeah. So one of the authors, Roseanne Groover Norris. Oh, I just saw Rose. I gave a, where was I? I was at Omega Institute last week and she, yes, was in she my class. told me. Yes. yes. And she, she mentioned that, uh, she mentioned that on another podcast I listened to. And she mentioned that to me that she was, she was at a, uh, a group uh, class with you. I think it was mm -hmm. the class. Yes. Remarkable. And so how Roseanne and I met, I first heard her in another podcast and then fast forward to the book. And she, it turns out that she was in the documentary about Sonia Rinaldi and my son, a photo of my son, which I never knew I'd never seen before is in that documentary. Now, may I interrupt here a second? I need to, to share something. For those of you who are watching who haven't watched this podcast before or not familiar with my style, I was recently, somebody wrote a, an article about my book, Wolf's Message, and they made the comment that Suzanne is always, wow, and so excited, and everything's amazing. And that's because it is. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I never get blasé about interacting across the veil. And those of you who may not be familiar with me, I spent 20 years in the Navy. I'm a retired Navy commander. I learned to be serious and take things, you know, uh, to heart when you need to be serious. This is serious stuff, the afterlife, but it will knock your socks off when you dig into it. So I just can't bridle my enthusiasm when it comes to this. So this is uh, what we hope to share with you, that you have stumbled into a community of people who come together to celebrate 
the wonders of the fact that we can interact and do interact with those who have passed and crossed the veil. Absolutely. And, you know, if I even if I got started listing all, all the, the synchronicities between authors and and loved ones, we could be here all night. I mean, it just keeps going and going. And, I, you know, ever since I, I released the book, I've received so many responses from people and so many stories from people that they want to share. Oh, I'm sure there'll be another another book <laughs> or a follow-on well and then, then the other thing is authors within the book who never knew each other before are are having these synchronicities occur so and that, that brings up something because uh i happen to know one of the authors in this book very very well lynette setscorn is my dear friend and one of my assistants and she's a fabulous writer. I love her blog, The Unexpected Mystic. And so for her to have a chapter in this book is wonderful, but it shows something that I failed to bring up so far. This is not just about parents with children across the veil. The people in this book share stories of loved ones of any relation across the veil. And Lynette shares a story about our dear friend, Brenda, her, her sole friend, Brenda, and what happened after Brenda passed, the incredible sign that she uh, let us know she's still around. It's it, it still makes me laugh. She crash dived a bird, trying to <laughs> use the bird as a sign. But I'm curious, how did Lynette end up in your book? Oh my goodness! Well, I, Lynette, I, I had, you know, I've been following you for quite a while, and I reached out to Lynette about it, and Lynette was excited to to contribute, and you know, of course. Aaron, my son, has come to me through birds. He tells me that he melds his energy with the bird. That's it. That's and it. I love how Lynette describes how Brenda melded with that bird. And and I, you know, I didn't realize it until I heard Lynette say, it's fun for the bird too. That's right. That's right. I was like, oh yeah, it is. It must be fun mm -hmm. for the bird. Yes, a cooperative agreement. Yeah. So you also you don't just have family members. I noticed here a medical doctor writing about his way of validating that this connection we can enjoy with loved ones across the veil is very real, even though it's not scientifically proven. We don't need to go into that here, Camille, but I just love that you 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 have such a variety of stories and books and experts and non-experts, but everybody becomes their own expert because they've had the personal experience. That's the goal. Yeah. And it's, it's reflective of the reality around us that we're all important. And, and that was one message that Aaron really wanted me to get across is that we're all valuable, all important in our role in the, in the entire universe, the flow of energy through the universe that flows eternally. And, uh, you know, so I, I, I love the fact that the, the cha every chapter reflects that each one of us has an important part to play in it. And, uh, so I, so, so the, it's interesting how, how the, the book itself, um, you know, all these messages came from it. That wasn't me thinking, oh, I'm going to put this here and I'm going to put that. I couldn't possibly have come, have organized everything and plotted everything out that way. 
you know. I, I just saw the funniest vision, Camille. Spirit is showing me the book levitating. And the yeah. symbology of that is that it carries a higher energy. And that um, this sounds like a marketing ploy. If it is great, because all the money goes to charity, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's just that those who read it will not only be uplifted, but your consciousness raised. So it's it's truly special. And, and what they're saying right now is because it wasn't just done because you had this great idea. The idea was put in your head and spirit orchestrated the whole thing. Absolutely. It 100%. No question in my mind that spirit orchestrated, guided, and caused this to happen. And I think that it's, the book is, is telling people that we all have, and this is your message, you know, we all have an ability to connect. Absolutely. And Aaron, that's Aaron's been Aaron's message all along too. And I think he, he also wanted me to be okay, knowing that he's okay and he's actually better than okay. And, um, you know, yeah, so, so the book, the book, I think it's, it really, it really does its, its job and what it was meant to do and, and what spirit, uh, guided, uh, to happen. So thank you for saying that. It's really the, the fact that, that anyone, you know, will see that and that you're seeing that in this book is just, you know, just, I'm just so filled with gratitude and I can feel it too. I can feel it within me. I can feel myself filling up with, with the energy of spirit hearing you say that. Good. So you're probably intimately familiar with all the stories. They're all wonderful. Let's ask Spirit now, knowing they're all equally awesome, but Spirit will guide this, to put in your head a really wow story that jumps out of the book from you for you right now to share with us. Okay. So, okay. There's a story. That's amazing because what you just guided to happen did happen for me. One of the stories is called Harley's Hearts, and it's written by Cindy Leader, who hasn't authored about her story. Has I don't even know if she's ever written a book before, but she finally uh, told her story in this book. And her husband transitioned and began sending her heart signs. And you really have to read the, you have to look at the photos in the book of the sign, the remarkable signs uh, at her daughter's wedding, for instance, a heart appeared out, out of through, through her daughter's wedding canopy. It, it was a, like a sheer veil, a heart shape, the lights created through the veil and nice. someone took a photo of it. Good. And she she was able to to uh, include that in her chapter and all the all the signs. So that's one of the most remarkable photos I think in the book is is Cindy's photo. But there's many of them. I mean, you know, I could I that one came to mind. Well, it's interesting that it did because yesterday I pointed out to my husband, look at that gorgeous red Harley, a, a motorcycle. And I just don't point out motorcycles ever. 
ever. <laughs> so I know that, that that for those who are skeptical would say big deal. She saw Harley and you mentioned Harley, but you start to notice things, don't you? And then when they truly are signs from a car, oh, <laughs> the guys just said it was a sign. You were supposed to talk about Harley. Okay. But when it's one that's significant for you, you'll make the connection. You'll connect the dots. How about another one? Well, the Harley thing, the, Har the Harley theme, Sherry Gallant, who is a medium, uh, well-known medium here in Canada, I met her through Cindy Leader. Sherry Gallant also wrote a chapter for the book, and she is currently on a motorcycle trip across Canada. Uh, so... <laughs> It's just there you the, go. Web. the web is is everywhere how we are all connected. and she she's in the book yeah cool yeah all right so how have you changed how has your journey changed before you started writing it you're already a believer you're already an author you already have a beautiful connection with your son what has changed for you Wow, that's uh, so much. I mean, you know, my, my whole journey changed. My whole life became different that day on September 22nd of 2019. Of course, yeah. I, I just am not, not doing what I did before. Um, my mind has completely opened up. Um, I'm very focused on on what I'm doing to help others now. I mean, I always was a helping person. I was a nurse and, um, but this is, I feel like, like I've, you know, kind of been assigned by my son, uh, you know, to, to do the things I'm doing now. And of course, in sharing stories and in hearing stories from, from so many people, you know, I, I've, found comfort. I, it's really helped me through this. I, I don't, in the beginning, I, I was in such a state of shock and devastation. I was lost and didn't know if I would ever find uh, my way through this. But by following the signs and, and connecting with spirit, um, I have found my way. So we are sharing with people how helpful it is to notice the signs to follow them how about some more advice to people who are new to this journey who may be grieving the transition of a loved one what else they can do to honor the fact that they are still here well i think that probably um one thing that big thing that they can do is the journaling uh if you know if they're inclined to to write things down. And, you know, so I had days where I didn't feel like getting out of bed. So even to pick up a pen. So, you know, sometimes I would just text myself or enter something in my calendar, a few words to remind me of something. And then I could go later and write a whole paragraph about it in my journal. And, and I so know without even asking you that your son was standing behind your shoulder as you wrote and would put insights into your mind. So how many times did you have that experience? Where did that come from? Oh, so many, like countless. And in fact, I, my son, my friends saw my son standing behind me. 
so that that was an, a confirmation to me that that was happening as well. So, so everybody who's watching or listening, yet another reason to journal, not just to to get your emotions out in the open, to feel things instead of stuffing them down, to process your grief. But if you know that as you think about that loved one who has passed, they actually draw near to comfort you. And they will inspire you with words. This is just a beautiful process to hold that connection. So yes. set an appointment, a regular time to meet with your loved one and write down what you're sensing. Absolutely. And of course, I never was a writer. I, I was a nurse. We wrote in, you know, code. <laughs> I never, I don't think I've had written a whole sentence since high school. And so, and look at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I, that was the, that was probably the thing that helped me the most in the beginning uh, in when I was still in that state of disbelief and, and shock. And the, and then the other thing that helped me a lot was reading, reading what other people had written. Yes. Uh, I, that, that was, that was the biggest thing to, to read someone else's story because I didn't feel like I was alone and I was the only one going through this. And the more I read, the more I, I would open myself up to and try, you know? So that's how I started with the journaling. I, I read it was a good thing to do. And I read that it was good to get out in nature. And, and I started to go out for walks and, and get myself out in nature. And I found that connecting with, uh, nature, I felt closer to the source of creation. And Aaron talks a lot about that, that energy is the source of all creation. And the closer we are to that source, the more we are connected to it. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. Getting out in the fresh air is so, so important for anybody who's grieving. You know, you mentioned something. I, I love to keep the focus on my guests. So my apologies, Camille. But what you said just reminded me of something I haven't taught in a long time. And you'd find it on my website and at the bottom of the homepage in the Where Do I Begin free e-guide that's there on my homepage. But it's that when you said reading, reading is so critical. That's the first E in my three E's to raising your consciousness. It's educate yourself. Educate yourself about the afterlife, about the greater reality, about who you are, about what really happens when we transition. So you got the first E and look where it's led. And then you've done even more. Number two, experience. The second E, experience for yourself this greater reality. So you have a meditation practice, you're journaling and getting those insights. And number three, you're doing that as well, Camille. Engage those who are across the veil and you're having these ongoing conversations with your son this is what i encourage all of you to do to know that you don't leave them behind you can feel happy again you can have a life because you move forward with them right camille absolutely and yeah you know when i read that in your forward i thought oh wow you know here's another synchronicity i'm i'm doing this and guess what i've come to the point now where i decided oh you know what i'm gonna try personally connecting through your class so i signed up for personal mediumship and yeah. so i'm excited for that and oh, cool. i never thought of myself as 
someone, even even with Aaron talking to me, I just had no background, no no knowledge prior. Well, so you're to the choir here, you know. I'm not a, a born medium either, and we have just the most beautiful connection now with across the veil, you and I, and and a, it's it's a great honor to teach everybody. You're a soul, so you just use the soul's natural faculties and learn the processes and get rid of the BS, uh, which by the way is belief system. What did you think it was? <laughs> I thought it was that. <laughs> and then we clear that out of the way and a whole new world opens up to us, doesn't it? Absolutely. And a world that I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Yeah. And it begins with belief and that's what your book gives us. And then intention and the intention to have the same kinds of experiences that those in this book share. So read the book, open up your belief systems, set the intention, then start doing some of the practices that the people in the book did. And then how about that miracle mindset? Huh? That's so important. Yeah. Oh yes. And I, and, and you know what, when you get to that point, where you were just saying all we, a wow, everything is a wow. And I'm like that now too. Wow. I can't believe the signs when they occur. And I, you know, and I'm just so open to them now. I'm not just looking for signs that someone else got. I'm, I'm open to the signs that Aaron sends me and our loved ones are unique themselves and they'll send us what we can recognize too. And it's just, it's just been an incredible journey. I, and you know, it keeps going and I, I, ex, I'm expecting a lot more wows going forward. Uh, you know, you can open up to them. Absolutely. Well, it's been an incredible conversation with you. I'm, I'm excited for everybody listening and watching who will have a chance to check out the book. What would you like to share with people that we haven't brought up already? Well, I, I'd like to circle back to the beginning where you said you can open the book and start at any chapter if something uh, jumps out at you at chapter title. The nice, another nice uh, response I've gotten is that uh, all of the authors' bios appear at the end of their chapters with their websites and if they've written books and if they offer services. Uh, so it's nice for people if they're interested, if if they feel a connection, a resonance with a particular author, they can go further and they can find that author very easily. Again, this is a beautiful way that we can work with our guides and spirits. Say, it's much easier for spirit to lead you, say, by snagging your attention with somebody that jumps out as you read a book rather than them trying to put a thought in your head. So my guides lead me to books all the time and I'll be halfway through a book and I'll read about another book in the book. And then I have to get that one, which is why I have a stack of books. But the cool thing is, and Camille, you've probably experienced this. Once you get what you need from a book, you know, okay, that's it. And you can move on to another one. But the beautiful part about gathering at the doorway is this is, like I said, the kind you can pick up and put down anytime and you will want to keep reading these truly uplifting stories. So thank you so much for coming on the show. It's just truly a joy. I, I can feel your, your loving energy. It radiates out and it comes through in the book. Oh, thank you so much. And it's a real honor to be on your show. And, and I can't thank you enough for your, your forward and 
in the book. Yeah, there are four forwards, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> four different forwards. So I love that people said yes. And yes. that's that's so important because we're all in this together. We're all connected. And when we say yes to what the universe asks of us, it gives us back so much more in return, doesn't it? It sure does. It yeah. sure does. All right. I want to give a shout out and thanks to Bev in the background who was working some of the cameras. And thank you, Camille. Hope you have great, great success with your book. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we're going to do another Q&A session with, with who we're now calling Sanaya's Angels. Thanks to some of our followers. That's That would be me and Bev and Lynette who answer Q&As. I call on my team Sanaya. If you'd like to be notified of the next time a podcast is coming up, go to my website, SuzanneGeesman.com. Under podcast, you can click a little form there and we will send an email out because the shows are randomly scheduled. So if you don't want to miss one, be sure to do that and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I love all the energy that all of you brought to us today. Great to feel it. I hope that you are inspired to continue talking to your loved ones. They hear you. Trust me. So I'll see you here next time. Go out and have an absolutely awesome week. Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of A Guided Life Podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.